The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell. I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. We're starting off a new series uh, today titled How to Have Unexpected Income. Uh, It is uh, based upon a book of the same name by John Walcott Adams. Reverend Adams is a Unity Minister, and um, I read this book and actually taught this book many years ago. And I thought it would be something for us to work with because it's a small book. It's a very easy read. And the whole emphasis of the book is on the treatment work and actions you need to do to shift the way you think about prosperity to develop the consciousness of flow, to uh, be in the flow of good, to be in the flow of abundance for multiple streams of incomes. And to do that, you have to think differently. So my request of everyone who is going to follow along with this series, and I'm going to do it until the, um, what's the, uh, to the end of May. I want to make sure that we drill down on this. So this is going to be two months worth of teaching out of this one book. My request is everyone who will follow along with this show, whether you're listening live or later on the podcast via the website, iTunes, or the Stitcher app. Make sure that you get the book. I don't know Reverend Adams. I have no affiliation with him. I like the book. That's why I'm teaching it. I want to make sure that you get what you need. And part of what is needed to follow along with this series is the treatment that's in the book. So that's one of the reasons why it's necessary for you to get the book, because it's a prayer treatment that that is the substance of this book and the book kind of works around it. So I want to make sure that you're very present to that. So again, you can order the book. It it doesn't cost that much. You can go on amazon.com. I don't know how the price on here right now. The Christ universal temple bookstore has it. So you can order it directly from them if you need to, or if you're listening and you uh, are in the Chicagoland area, you can stop by and pick it up. And if they run out, you can order some more. We can get it within a week. So let's be present to that. So, Again, the book is How to Have Unexpected Income by John Walcott Adams. So 
before we actually get into the book, I want to use this definition because obviously this is a series on prosperity. And I've done several uh, series on prosperity because when I'm talking to people, this tends to be the issue. People need financial resources. People need to be able to handle their responsibilities. People have dreams, goals, and ambitions, and they're looking for the substance to be able to do these things. Therefore, I'm coming back to material that I think can be easily learned and practiced with some discipline. Now, before we actually open the book, I'm going to read this definition of prosperity by Charles Fillmore. I've used it before on the show, but I'm going to use it again because I think it's necessary just to set the tone of what I will be doing during this series. In the revealing word on page 158, prosper, uh, the definition for prosperity by Charles Fillmore reads, the consciousness of God as the abundant, everywhere present resource, unfailing, ready for all who open themselves to it through faith. Now, I love that. First of all, it's the consciousness of God. It's our awareness of God. Another word for consciousness is awareness. Um, so the awareness of God, the consciousness of God uh, as the abundant, everywhere present, unfailing, uh, everywhere present resource, unfailing, ready for all who open themselves to it through faith. Now, I love that because one, it lets me know that this way of thinking and feeling, this way of consciousness, this way of awareness sees God as abundant and sees that abundance as everywhere, as an everywhere present resource. No matter where I'm at, what I'm doing, I have access to this abundant everywhere present resource, unfailing, meaning that it is governed by universal law. So it doesn't fail. You know, so why is this happening, et cetera? It's, it's, it's all about being in the mindset and the consciousness that will allow it. How do we do that? Ready for all who open themselves to it through faith. So what we're going to be doing in this series is developing that receptivity so we can open ourselves up to it. You know, uh, he goes on to say in the definition on page 158, prosperity is based on the conscious possession of the idea of God's abundance back of all things. Again, prosperity is based on the conscious possession of the idea of God's abundance back of all things. So when you have the idea of prosperity, which in this case would be substance, then you the, the forms might change. But your idea of abundance still will manifest as whatever it needs to show up in the form that you can understand and utilize and experience. All right. So I'm going to stop there and actually get into the book. And I do want to encourage people to call in for the show to the show. Don't forget that the number is 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. So in the introduction on the book of the book on page one, he tells you, the purpose of the book, he says in the second paragraph, the purpose of this book is to help you open your mind, accept and enjoy the exciting extra money and all of the rich blessings available to you through the practice of expecting unexpected income. So let's just deal with that. First of all, the purpose of this book, in other words, this is the reason why I was written. Is to help us, first of all, open our minds, open your mind. That's the first thing we have to do. Do I consider this a possibility? Is it possible that I can have unexpected income? Just that by itself, where prosperity, abundance, income, money finds me. Now, this isn't making a God out of money. This is saying that no different than Jesus uh, blessing the five loaves and the two fish or, and, and feeding the multitude or Elisha telling the woman to pour the oil out of the jar into the vessels. And as long as you have vessels, 
the oil will pour. This is no different than Moses calling forth the manna from heaven. What it is saying is whatever the form of prosperity needed in your experience can manifest. Can you can you open your mind to the possibility of abundance coming to you in ways that you've never seen before? That's the first thing we have to get across because we'll close our minds to the ideas and the and the intention of the universe if we don't even think it's a possibility that can happen or that can happen to me. So and if we don't believe it'll happen, that diminishes our belief, and belief is the activator of faith, which now messes us up. So the book goes on to say again. Open your mind. The next thing is accept. Again, going along with open your mind. Can I accept God's prosperity? Can I accept it? Do I believe I deserve it? Do I believe I'm worthy to be blessed by God's prosperity and abundance? Can I accept it? Can I love myself enough to say that I can receive unexpected blessings, unexpected income. Many times we we develop a consciousness of giving and we never ex- develop the consciousness of acceptance. So we give, 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 but have no space to accept. Then it says, and enjoy. That's the other part. Can you enjoy prosperity without any guilt or shame? Yeah, I was at a, a prosperity seminar with uh, the president of the Universal Foundation for Better Living, uh, the Reverend Sheila McKeithen at the West Side Center of Truth, uh, Reverend Helen Cooper's church on the west side of Chicago last Sunday afternoon. And in the seminar, um, Reverend McKeithen asked us what would, uh, if we had $50 million, we, you know, somehow was blessed with $50 million uh to today what will we do and you know i talked to you know i had my top two things were i would tithe and i would have a lot of fun you know and you know and she said keep it real i said yeah but keep it real because for me to have abundance and th- and automatically think because i have abundance that means i have to give it all away and i can't enjoy it doesn't make sense to me now that's me that doesn't mean that that's right or wrong. It's just choice. That doesn't mean I don't help other people. That don't mean whatever. It means I get to do what I want to. What I get to do what I want to do with what I have because it's mine. Now, the the beautiful thing about this is if you could get in the space of enjoying prosperity, what that does is it cultivates a consciousness of feeling. And as Reverend Ike used to say, feeling gets the blessing. So when we are enjoying something, we're actually um, – what's the best way I can say this? We're actually radiating that which we want to re- attract. When you enjoy something, when you, when, you have, when you have a deep feeling about anything, that's a signal to, to divine law, to universal law through your subconscious mind to – Give me more of give me more of that. Give me more of that. So enjoyment is a way to develop greater blessings. So how would you enjoy the exciting extra money and all of the rich blessings? How would you enjoy it? If money wasn't an issue for you, what would you do? Where would you go? What would you want to see? What would you want to do? Really be in that space because if you can't even play with it in your head, how can you ever do it? Play with it in your mind and see where it goes and how it works. Play with it. Play with it. Play with it. Play with it. So the purpose of this book is to help you open your mind, accept and enjoy the exciting 
extra money and all the rich blessings available to you through the practice. Here's another word, practice, practice of expecting unexpected income. So we have to practice expecting the unexpected. We say, well, if I'm expecting, how can it be unexpected? The unexpected means it can show up in in ways that you can't even um, imagine. Show up in ways you can't even imagine, literally. People will bless you in ways. People will show up and support in certain ways. Opportunities will present themselves in ways that you can't even imagine. Just be mindful of that. All right. He goes on to say, page one, through the teachings presented here, you will learn of the vast possibilities for unlimited financial income and all kinds of good available to you. You'll learn how to raise your monetary supply to a more satisfying level. So, again, this is talking about giving you techniques, and that's why it's, uh, it's necessary for you to get the book because the prayer treatment that you need to work with is in the book. All right, and I'm not going to take the prayer treatment out of the book and post it online or anything like that. That's his prayer treatment, and it's his intellectual property, so I'm not going to take it and put it online for free. You know, this man developed the book and the treatment to bless us, so let's make sure that we support that his support of us by making sure that we buy the book instead of bootlegging it. Anyway, page two. This book is intended to help you expand your thinking and awareness of the unlimited good that is waiting for you. This book is intended to help you. Ex- so here's the thing. Expand your thinking. Expand your thinking and awareness. Expand it to the what? Expand it to the unlimited good that is waiting. You know, in uh, a book that was very popular a little more than 10 years ago uh, was a book called The Prayer of Jabez. And it was based upon a prayer in the Bible when Jabez said to God, expand or enlarge my territory. Enlarge it. What's my territory? My consciousness, my awareness. Enlarge my ability to receive. Enlarge my ability to comprehend God's truth. Enlarge my ability to accept blessings. Enlarge my territory. He says, thus you may claim and experience all of the happiness, good health, love, and peace, and prosperity God intends for you. He wants you to enjoy it all now. Now In this book, he uses male pronouns for God. Anybody who listens to me knows that I don't believe in that. I don't don't believe in a gender God, but let's not that let that be a hang up. I'll read it the way he write wrote it. But the idea behind it is, is the universal foundation for better living states in in this first of its nine statements of faith. We believe that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy and prosperous life. Now, if that's the case, then. If that's God's intention, then we need to learn how to bring forth that healthy, happy, and prosperous life. All right? Okay. So, then he goes on to talk about on page two, which I think is really good. He says, unfortunately, many people do not give sufficient thought to being as prosperous as they could and have a right to be. While giving thought to being religious, they often fail to see the connection between spirituality and prosperity. The two are divinely connected. Therefore, They deny themselves much of the joy and prosperity that are theirs by divine right. So let's not get super spiritual. One of the things about uh, people in church is they get hung up with Jesus didn't have this and this prophet didn't have that and et cetera. Because they're not realizing that, you know, that many of those people had the consciousness that whatever they needed to demonstrate, they could demonstrate it on demand. And they also don't live in a society like we live in today. So we just need to be mindful of some of those things. And it's nothing wrong with being abundant, having abundance, rather. It's nothing wrong with being prosperous. And when we see prosperity, we should bless it and realize that God is no respecter of person. So I just want us to be present to that, really present to it. 
Now, before we um, go to our first break, because we're about less than a minute away from our first break, let me remind you that this show, along with all the other shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations. So as you freely give, freely receive. Um, you can click, go to unity.fm, click the donate button and help support this online ministry. My show has a Facebook page, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. It is the quickest way to get in contact with me. And, you know, I post different things, videos, quotes, etc., of things that are empowering and can help your spiritual growth and development. So stay present to it. Share it, like the page, like the post. Share it with people. Share the post. That way people can see it and they can like it themselves. So let's be present to that. We're going to take our first break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, Please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, the Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a 100 years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio, words from our past, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm in the midst of our new series, How to Have Unexpected Income, based upon the book of the same name by John Walcott Adams. I'm on page two of the book. So the book goes on to say that the basic reason that more people do not enjoy more money and what it can provide is that they look only to one or two avenues, jobs, etc., for their financial supply by thinking in this limited way, they may also hold beliefs about themselves as being unworthy and therefore cannot expect to have much. Consequently, they believe that they need to give much time or energy to the obtaining of money. Now, 
that's a mouthful. So he says the basic reason, which is almost saying a primary, is people rely on one, sometimes two avenues for prosperity. And he's saying, no, that's not how you make the paper. That's not how you develop the prosperity. You have to have um, multiple streams of income. This is one of the things that uh, Robert Kiyosaki um, tried to get across years ago in the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which was understanding that to develop wealth, you have to have cash flow. And he would talk about, you know, what what's really an asset and what's not. And he said, if, if it doesn't put money into your bank account, into your pocket, it's not an asset. It's a liability. And that caused a lot of issues. But he was basically trying to say, like, look, uh, when you understand how money works, then when you have you know, when you're trading pure time for money, then in uh, meaning you're working for money, but money is never working for you. It's very challenging to develop wealth. Very challenging to develop wealth. Very challenging to develop wealth. So we have to be mindful that are we open and receptive to making sure that we have multiple streams of income? You know, it doesn't mean that you can't have a job. But, you know, are you looking to develop other ways to bring income in? Are you looking at ways to invest income? Are you looking at ways to make sure that, you know, you have what you need for when you retire? Things of that nature. So even when you're retired, that you're not limited to what the government can provide and things of that nature, which is great. Great safety nets that are needed in a in a decent and just society. Besides the fact that you know, at least in the United States, you pay into that; it comes out of your paycheck. Um, the issue comes into play is this though: developing a consciousness that says, even if I'm not, I've, I've developed a consciousness that allows me to be open and receptive to the ways that God's abundance can show up in my space consistently 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 over and over again and I keep saying consistently because that matters consistently can we be open to the space that says God can show up in more than one way God is not limited to the job or the business etc all right and we have to be mindful that we have to dismiss any thoughts of worthiness. All right. And we have to dismiss the concept that we have to always match dollar for time. Now, there's nothing wrong with that as far as work. I have a job. Many people do. But, you know, when we get stuck in that cycle, what ends up happening many times is uh, when we're trading time and labor for, for for finances, we're not necessarily always using our minds to produce. And when I mean minds, I don't mean obviously use your mind in everything you do. But, you know, Reverend Ike used to say, the more you use your mind, the less you use your behind or something very similar to that. The point of it is that the more you're using creative ideas to produce, the more valuable you are to 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 yourself, to your company, somebody else's company, and having the ability to uh, manifest or bring forth the, the spiritual resources and physical resources needed to, to demonstrate whatever good you desire. All right. Okay. Page three states, unexpected income enables you to overcome limited thinking. It empowers you to free up the channels of your financial supply. And at the same time, expanding your reasoning in relation to the supply itself. So through working with the process that he's teaching in the book, he's basically saying you're going to really be working on your thinking because it's all it always ends up back to your working on your thinking. It always ends up there. It always ends up there. You just have to be really present to that. It always ends up there. You're always working on your thinking. So it goes on to say, 
If you haven't done so lately, begin now to ponder. Let me just contemplate the vastness of universal supply. If God is all that we say God is and more because God transcends our definitions. Then. With God, all things are possible. So what does all possibility look and feel to you? What does it look like? What? How does it feel? All possibility. There is no box. There is no box. There is no box. Be really present to that. He says it is yours for the asking, claiming, and accepting when you do the right things. Now, what is the right thing? Right things always plays with my mind. So for me, right thinking, when we say right, it means in accordance to the principle. When people say think right, think how is thinking right? Is my thinking in alignment with the truth about God, myself, and the universe? There's one presence and one power. That presence and power is good. That presence and power expresses through me, in me, as me. I am one with this presence and power of unlimited good. I am one with the source of unlimited good. I'm one with the source of unlimited life. I'm one with the source of unlimited wisdom. I'm one with the source of unlimited peace. I'm one with the source of unlimited joy. I'm one with it. That's the truth. So doing the right things means that my thinking, how I think and how I feel, is in an alignment with the truth of my being. Not the opinions of others the truth of my being it goes on to say deliberately stretch your thinking meaning we got to get beyond where we are right now we have to stretch and stretching can be uncomfortable deliberately stretch your thinking out of the circumscribed and habitual thought patterns that have created your present financial condition In other words, none of us learned about money, income, resources, prosperity, and abundance in a vacuum. We have a conditioned way we see finances, money, and income. We have a conditioned way. And if we want to transcend our current experiences when it comes to money, that means we need to stretch our thinking to the space to where we, I would say, shatter the old context, shatter the old paradigm, and create something new. Jesus said you can't put new wine in old wineskins. And you can't put this new consciousness of prosperity in the old ways of thinking. It just doesn't work that way. So I want to make sure that I give you all an opportunity to call in if you need to. Yet again, the number is 888-558-6489. 888-558-6489. I would love to hear from you. I want to make sure that you're listening. If you're listening live, give me a call. You don't have to ask a question. You can make a comment. If something stood out to you, call in and let me know. All right. The book goes on to say, next paragraph, determine. You have to make your mind up. Determine that you will exercise your mind. Determine. Make your mind up that you're going to stretch it. You're going to pull on it. That you're going to, you know, you know, tear the muscle. When you, when you lift weights, you're actually tearing the muscle so they can build up and become stronger so realize that you're exercising your mind you're stretching you're pulling you're tearing these old ways these old paradigms these old contexts so you can rebuild something better determine that you will exercise your mind in such a way that will result in a in much larger images regarding the availability of universal substance which will prosper you so you're opening yourself up to the divine ideas of abundance and how God is seeking 
or expressing through you as you. The next chapter, I mean, uh, paragraphs uh, says, decide. You have to make a choice. Decide. You have to make a choice. Decide. You have to make a choice. Decide to lift your faith. Decide to lift your faith. Uh, Abram was told by God in Genesis, lift up your eyes. And as far as you can see to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west, you can have. As far as you can see, Abram metaphysically symbolizes early stages of faith. Lift up your faith. Lift up your Abram. And as far as you can see, you can have. It says lift up your faith and use your imagination to perceive that which you want. This is why it's key because one of the um, definitions of faith that uh, we use in the UFBL and Unity uses this as well is Charles Fillmore's definition that says faith uh, is the perceiving power of the mind linked with the power to shape substance. So faith is the perceiving power. You have to see, right? And imagination is also is also a seeing faculty. It's the it's the faculty that images and forms uh forms a shape's thought. So imagination is the power that is actually shaping and forming. So what you see in faith, your imagination can shape and form. The substance that shows up as the thing. It's linked with the power to shape substance. And if imagination is the power to mold and shape thought, then you need faith and imagination agreeing with each other, working in harmony with each other. Visualize the increased good actually manifesting for you. See yourself in a better circumstance or situation. Feel yourself. You actually have to stop. Uh, doing other things and and part of this exercise of working with this is this isn't a uh for these next two months my request is going to be once you get the book that you do the prayer treatment at least twice every day the prayer treatment is on pages 20 and 21 at least twice every day and i'm going to teach the prayer treatment when i get there i'm not going to teach it today but when you get the book start working on the prayer treatment what are you doing Working with the seeing and after you do the prayer treatment, stop it and give yourself an opportunity to see what images pop up um, or give yourself intentional images. However, you need to work it. However, you're, you know, whatever stage you're at, you need to do. The point that I'm making is this. Be very present. Be very present. Be very present to being intentional about growth. Being very present. Very intentional. About your growth. Oh, it looks like I have a caller. All right. Caller on the line. Good morning. How are you today? I'm excellent about yourself. Who am I speaking to and where are you from? This is Shaniqua and I am from Chicago. Hello, Shaniqua. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Um, I just wanted to touch on a couple of points that you made about um, the abundance and expecting. Um, just to make a comment, not much of a question, but I was just meditating on this oh, about a, maybe a week ago, and the one thing that I realized was until I am aware that the universe is abundance, I can have no abundance. And so in that moment of meditation, the thing that came to me to say over and over to myself was, um, I create my own abundant expansion out of my awareness that I am an intelligent, conscious, creative force that governs itself. And so that's something that I tell myself over and over and over again to open up the power of abundance. Um, for me, the first thing I had to realize is that until I am aware of the power that is within me, I cannot use it nor have control over it. And so I just want to say that the book is, is kind of touching on a lot of things, and it goes more and more in depth on it. And just to say that um, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. So, so you know, and 
again, the number is 888-558-6489 if you want to call in and, uh, uh, and make a comment or ask a question because, you know, when people call me in and call, call and one of the things that you have to realize that she, what she just said was in prayer and meditation, this is what came to her in prayer and meditation. You have to do your own work. And that's key because the answer is always turned within. What should I do? The answer is in you. So all of these outward tools just help us learn how to tap in to our own inner spiritual resources. Because the presence and power of God in you, through you, as you, is you. The real you. The real you. So we're coming up on our last break. And I will be right back with Truth Transforms. Did you know that the Buddha gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that Jesus gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that both these masters taught exactly the same thing? And guess what? They did not teach the law of attraction. They taught the great paradox of prosperity. You can have anything you want. Why, you can have things you don't even know you want, but not by wanting them. Instead, put your attention on the vibrant presence of the divine within. Do that and your life will change. It has to. That is the natural order. Want to crack the code on the great paradox? Get Janet Connors' The Lotus and the Lily. Available everywhere great books are sold. experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Reverend Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. All right, welcome back to Truth Transforms. All right, so we're on page four now, and the author says, since the only blocks to unlimited financial supply are in the individual's thinking, by removing the self-imposed limits, you unlimit your financial blessings as well as all the other wonderful blessings possible for you. And I think this is one of the things that we have to work with. Uh, and I say with this within the social con with, with a social consciousness. I realize that different people are starting from different places. And, and, you know, I don't like to diminish or want to diminish that somebody might be in a situation or circumstance that right now it might seem as though nothing is possible, especially raw laws, rules, you know, lady in Afghanistan who, who, that doesn't have right to education and jobs or resources. Uh, but what we're basically saying is the, the, the pure realization of truth will make a way. That doesn't mean that we don't deal with the injustices in governments and societies and cultures and things of that nature, because yet again, it, it does allow opportunities to present themselves in a different way. But if we're going to teach it, you got to teach it pure and you got to teach it right. And we have to be very present to if I can sufficiently transform my consciousness, anything is possible. Now, I, that does not mean that 
you know, did you have to be a mystic to get social justice? One of the things that I, that's one of my statements I tell people all the time, but either we're going to lay our hat on with God, all things are possible or we won't. With God, all things are possible. It might it seem as though there are no open doors. It might seem as though there are no opportunities. But open yourself to the possibility that a way can be made out of no way when you really understand who and what you are in God and who and what God is in you. Really get it. That I am the conduit. I am the vessel through which God's abundance uh expresses that God is a God of all potentiality and all possibility. And if God is a God of all possibility and all potentiality, and I'm the image and likeness of God, then I'm a being of all possibility and all potentiality point blank. So the book goes on to say on page four, as you make that adjustment, uh, to your belief system, it says that you make that adjustment. Not only do you receive happy financial surprises, you will have more confidence and the struggle and striving for financial gain will fade away. So as you start to get wins and start to see principle work in your life, what you will discover is once you gain confidence around your ability to manifest wealth, it frees your mind from the fears, the doubts and the frustrations that might have occupied it previously. All right. Then he says on page four, best of all, you will become a believer. You will know beyond a doubt that you have a divine connection with the source of all wealth that never runs dry. That never runs dry. So moving on to page seven. The author wrote uh, the second paragraph. The first chapter is you can cause a flow of financial abundance in your life. And first of all, I just like the fact that he wrote cause you can cause because all causation is mental the cause is mental the effect is formed all causation is mental so where am i when it comes to my mind you know one of the things raymond hollywell talks about in working with the law is the same law that makes you healthy is the same law that makes you sick the same law that makes you wealthy is the same law that makes you poor because universal law is working with our consciousness our awareness so there's no such thing as uh, not demonstrating. Some people say, you know, I need to make some demonstrations and I have to consistently remind people there's no such thing as not making demonstrations. The question is, am I making desired de- demonstrations? I'm always demonstrating. Am I making desired demonstrations? Am I making desired demonstrations? There's no such thing as turning the power off. You can utilize it in greater uh, greater ways, but what's showing up currently in life is consistent with the consciousness, individually or collectively. What I you know what I mean by individually, what I'm thinking individually or collectively, what I've accepted out of my culture, out of my conditions, out of my tradition, out of race and nationality and gender and all that other stuff. So. Be very present that that's cause as well. Cause and effect is always in the, always happening. Always. There's one of the things that Reverend Coleman always wanted to drill in, that the law is always working. Universal law, I mean, or divine law is always working. Universal law is always working there is no even when you sleep it is working and we need to be present to that because we think okay I'm, I'm gonna work the law when I when I start reading Catherine Ponder books no or Wayne, listening to Wayne Dyer or uh, videos or go to the seminar of XYZ speaker. The law is always working. Universal law is always working. This is why it's necessary for you to have your belief systems in alignment with prosperity and well-being because in truth, if that's the case, that my consciousness of prosperity is working for me even when I sleep. And my consciousness of lack is working even when I sleep. 
My consciousness of health is working for me even when I sleep. My consciousness of ill will, illness is working for me even when I sleep. It's the same thing. My love is working for me even when I sleep. My consciousness of fear is working even when I sleep. Universal law is always working. So, back to the book. He wrote, you, second paragraph, you can develop a habit. That's the key. A habit of receiving wonderful and financial surprises on a regular basis and cause more and more money to come into your life. So first thing we need to do is develop the habit because that's important. Developing a habit of receiving or expecting the unexpected blessings. Expecting expecting your miracles to show up. Like you don't you, you can't you can't ever say when, where, why, and how. You can just expect and know that unexpected blessings and miracles and are supposed to happen to me. And when you're in that consciousness, when you're in that awareness, this isn't something you can fake, by the way. You have to really condition and develop your consciousness to to function like this. Because just like people who have a consciousness that the that the shoe is always about to fall, and then something happens, it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. So how can you get, how come you can't have self fulfilling prophecies for prosperity? Page eight. He quotes Russell Conwell. He says, Russell H. Conwell said in his famous Acres of Diamonds lecture, you ought to be rich. You have no right to be poor. <laughs> that by itself makes it the thing. Because we got to really be conscious to what prosperity really is and what it isn't. Prosperity isn't limited to money. It includes it. But it also includes freedom. I like to I consider prosperity freedom. Because when you have freedom, you, you're making choices that are not based upon what you think you have available and, and do not have available. In other words, uh, be very mindful that you um, have the right to, to look at life from the standpoint of I should be able to live the life I desire. What does that mean? What does that look like to me? You know, I can remember um, Les Brown years ago when I first came to Christ Universal Temple talking about how one of the things that, that really gave him a sense of pride was because of the amount of income he was uh, bringing in from being a world-famous speaker was when his mother got really ill. He knew that he could pay for any medical care that she needed. And anybody that's been through situations and circumstances about, well, you can't get insurance because, you you know, I know some things have been changed because of some modern dynamics with Affordable Care Act but beforehand, pre-existing conditions. And, you know, and these medical procedures sometimes cost so much money. People need them and they can't afford them. Some people are making choices whether to eat or pay their medicine. And he was like, it doesn't make a difference what my mother needs. I can pay for it. Uh, just think about what that does. Your loved ones, the people who who you are responsible for or who at one point were, were responsible for your well-being, that you have the ability, if needed, to do whatever needed to be done to help them get through whatever they needed to get through. That has to be a wonderful feeling. Anyway, so he goes on to say on page eight. The primary way for you to create a flow of financial abundance in your life to enjoy unexpected income is to use the special prayer treatment for unexpected income, which you will find on pages 20 and 21. Then he gives a bold bunch of examples of people who use the prayer and what they receive from that. Page 10, third paragraph. These people began receiving when they opened their minds to unexpected income and used the prayer treatment daily as instructed. In doing so, they became clear, they began to clear away limitations which had held them captive to restrictive financial supply. In addition, they no longer limited the avenues through which that finance, financial supply could come. So in other words, they start working on their mind. So prayer treatment or treatments is the reconditioning process of the mind to shift the belief system from one way of believing to the truth. It's, a, it's the affirming it's the, of truth. It's the visualizing of truth. It's the holding in mind. It's the concentration on truth. 
All right. Uh, top of page 11. It says, you can cause unexpected income to manifest in your life regularly. There is a way to make it, it a happy habit, and that is through your own thinking. The secret is to create within your thinking the expectancy of extra money. So that's a belief system. I expect extra money. I expect blessings, etc. All right. One last thing I want to read in this first chapter, because um, we're running out of time. Bottom of page 11. He wrote, Think, thinking has everything to do with what you experience. Using the prayer treatment for unexpected income establishes a force field that attracts to you more and more positive experiences. So what you're doing is you're creating a shift in your consciousness. Continue to work with it. So I want everyone to order the book and work with it. Start working on the with the prayer treatment. It's an easy read. This book is a real easy read. Big print. It's not busy. It's not deep. It's just practical. So get the book and then continue to listen for the next two months as we work through it. With that, this is the end of today's show. I'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. At Metaphysical Romp 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Rev. Paul Hasselbeck, Rev. Bill Holton, and Rev. Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. The optimist sees the good in all things, builds upon the most hopeful and cheerful view of matters, and expects the best possible outcome. The pessimist, unwilling to look for the good, rarely finds it. Both optimism and pessimism are states of mind. They are attitudes, not events. The words we most often use reflect our strongly held thoughts and affect every area of our lives. If you're finding more frustration than fulfillment in your life, Take a look at what you're thinking. Find something more positive to think, say, or do. Begin building a happier, more satisfying life for yourself today as you choose to look for and find the good in every person and circumstance. This Law of Life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. If I were brave, I'd walk the razor's edge Where fools and dreamers dare to tread And never lose faith How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. 
That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.